So my brother came up yesterday with his girlfriend uh, that my wife and I really enjoy. She's a wonderful young woman, and um, she gets along with our daughter very well. Uh, it was it was a pretty awesome little afternoon slash evening, and we went to a pizzeria that's nearby here in Middlesboro. It's got a really good drink selection, and their food is amazing. Um, everything from their Philly. Uh, their Philly cheese steaks to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, they've got some some really nice, well done pizzas. We we got a white sauce pizza, and uh, Dee's girlfriend got a supreme. We also ordered some fried mozzarella that they slice with like one of those mandolin slicers, uh, the steel wire that makes the, the the fine, basically disc of cheese, and then I don't know if it's a if it's a panko bread crust, what it is they use exactly, but things like that where you're, you're used to fried cheese and item like that, and someone puts a lot more care into it. When you find a place like that, man, it it just it makes such a large difference on that one item. And then you realize that that level of care gets extended towards everything that's on the menu. Those are the types of places that you just want to go back to over and over again. And I, I appreciate that. You know, we live in we live in Claiborne County, Tennessee. This is a rural, isolated area. Um, from the interstate exit at 134 in La Follette. I mean, it takes you another 39 miles to get up to Harrogate, where you turn left to go into Kentucky or Virginia, or to turn right to go towards Tazewell, Tennessee, and then over towards Morristown, over towards Rogersville, Greenville, Johnson City, the Tri-Cities area. We're in the middle of nowhere. Nothing wrong with that. Just an interesting dynamic when you're trying to find someplace new and unique and something that's not a gigantic chain restaurant or something that's not just an, an all fry, fried food experience. <clears throat> so shout out to the awesome pizzeria in Middlesboro. I'm not going to use any business names on here just in case something strange ever happens and I get kidnapped by the cartel or the Saudis or something and I become famous and, and then... I have mentioned the name of that of that business and also something inappropriate and and that circles back around in, in a litigational sense. I realize that's a lot of hypothetical what ifs and that's never going to take place. But you know, it's like we said, the cancel apocalypse, as Andrew Schultz calls it, the cancellation apocalypse. We're all just trying to find an outlet, find a therapeutic way to deliver our thoughts and discuss. Discuss. I just want Sean Connery there. Discussion. Welcome to the. Sorry. Uh, man, I, I do miss really aw awful Sean Connery and Nick Cage movies. <clears throat> it's nice to have a couple of really cool places in Cumberland Gap in Middlesboro, Kentucky to eat. And it's not to say that the restaurants that are not those three in specific I'm thinking of. I still love Cracker Barrel. I still love the fast food establishments we have access to. We've got a, a really nice barbecue restaurant that's up here. I hope restaurants see just a windfall this year 
just a financial windfall. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know if the the United States government is going to try to force a recession uh, because the inflation situation is such a nightmare. They may. Uh, I don't know enough about finance and about politics to understand how that would work exactly, but it makes sense if that's what they're going to try to do. But having said that, <clears throat> more than ever after three years of this madness, it is nice to sit down in a nice restaurant with a great drink selection and a great food selection that is prepared with care and thoughtfulness <clears throat> it is a wonderful experience to sit down with my wife and my daughter and my brother and his awesome girlfriend and just break bread and socialize and be together. That is something that has felt very alien, very detached, absent in a lot of our lives. I'm going to take these earbuds off for just a second and uh, clear my throat. Hold on, folks. I'm sorry. <clears throat> sorry about that. Our, our temperature extremes go from things like 18 degrees outside and then the next day it's 65. I'm sure everyone's dealing with that, whether that's global warming or, or, or climate change in general, what all, whatever it is. It just jacks your immune system up and your your respiratory system and everything else so i'm just dealing with a lot of congestion and phlegm and backup and i'm sure we all are but having d and brooke up here was really awesome i really appreciate that I really wish that my parents were around to see him and see how happy he is and how well he's doing professionally in his life. And I I know a lot of my subject matter ends up being heavy and I, I don't mean for it to be. I, I'm, I think most people that have met me before know that I do have a dark sense of humor, but that's never something that I force on people and it's it's never something that's meant to be designed as an attention grabber. It's, it's just the coping mechanism that Dee and I have used over years. But I'm really not a dark, ominous, super negative all the time person. If you listen to one of the previous podcasts in the last two episodes, I think I've really self-identified just a level of nervous energy and anxiety that has existed in me for a long time. And I need to get that addressed by a medical professional. And I need to figure out a treatment protocol for that. Uh, that's, that's what plagues me. Impulse control. A great many other things. But that's not what I wanted to express on this particular episode. I just wanted to say, and it won't be long, but it's a thought. And it's eight minutes you can listen to something during laundry or washing the dishes or scraping the windshield, what have you. I have wanted my brother to be happy and content for so long. There has never not been a day in my life, despite whatever yelling and screaming matches we've had with e each other, despite pushing each other or 
hammer fisting my face and rusting and shattering my nose. That's that's a funny side story. We'll have to do a podcast one day with D on here and just talk about some of our some of our <laughs> physical assaults on each other as brothers over the years. Oh man. Siblings, aren't they fun, you know? I've always wanted him to be happy. And I've always wanted him to find peace. And I realize those are very generalized, vague statements to make. What does that mean exactly? I don't want him to have to worry about money or a stable job situation that allows him growth with decent benefits. And I want him to have a life partner that accepts the brokenness, but also the rich spirit that exists inside of him. Because that same reality that exists for him is the same one that exists for me. I don't know if Victoria is always going to be with me. I hope that she is. And I realize that's a freaking loaded thing to say. But let's be honest to anyone that's out there listening. My brother and I are broken people with a lot of hangups. And the thing that COVID has pointed out is that we all are. We've all got so many dozens of skeletons in our closet. We're just all trying to find a way to take a take a deep breath and, and process what those skeletons are exactly. Dee's girlfriend is awesome and he's happy and I hope that they're happy and I hope that they can take lessons from me and my previous relationships and lessons from, from my wife and myself right now and apply that to their relationship. And I hope that there's thoughtfulness and that there's care and there's a very, <coughs> excuse me, I hope that there is a deep and prepared approach to the way they handle each other and this relationship and him building a relationship with her family. And she's so nice and sweet to Dee's little family that exists up here in, in Claiborne County, Tennessee. I have realized, and I'll go into more detail uh, later on at another podcast because this actually is something that has been in the forefront of my mind for the last several months and I can probably go on for 45 minutes to an hour about this. <clears throat> just as you get a little bit older, you just realize how precious everything is, how precious every friendship is, how precious every interaction with a customer is. If you're in a situation like I am where you're in a deep pool of professional sales members that are all after the same customer base when you're actually able to build relationships with people that go beyond the business aspect of that to understand the preciousness of your relationship with your spouse two people that go through war together in all aspects of the world where you can sometimes become become comfortable and, and, and take the other person for granted not intentionally but it's just it is it's like a human reaction to the scars and the emotions and all the experiences and the good and the bad and the drama and the happiness and everything in the middle. You know, every marriage on the face of this earth is like a full season of Yellowstone. There's some amazing high points and there's a whole lot of bloodshed. And you can't avoid that. And that's fine. 
Because if you want to be in a real relationship, you're going to have battle scars. But you've got to understand at some point, after you've been together for some length of time, what all have we survived? If you can avoid the destructive patterns and the behavioral issues that cause strife, but you can absorb the other things and the experience and the knowledge gained from all that, how strong a couple does that build? I just know yesterday evening, last night was really amazing. <clears throat> I don't mean to overstate anything, but as I, as I get older, being 43 now, I'll be 44 in September. I don't know if I've ever realized more than now how precious life is and how short it is. And so to be able to spend time with my wife and my daughter and Dee and Brooke and to see their happiness And to share our happiness and for us to all share the sweetness and the kindness and the love and the joy and the curiosity of, of our daughter together. That's a pretty magical thing. And I can only say thank you to God over and over and over again. Because for the first time and as long as I can remember, my brother seems as happy as he ever has been. And I'm very thankful for that. And I, I don't ever have a traditional way of signing off these podcasts because most of them are recorded when I'm in a vehicle. But I just hope that no matter who you are, where you are in your life, or what your situation is, the people that you have around you, even if it's one individual, that you know really and truly cares for you, and you've been through war with that individual... Just don't wait. Let that person know how much you love them and you care about them and you appreciate them. You, you never really know how big a day that's going to make for someone. Everything is broken. Everything is canceled. Everything is politicized. Everything is offended. Everything is triggered. Everything in our world nowadays is an opportunity for us to be divisive and for us to be combative towards each other. So take those individuals in your life that have meant something for you forever, that have stood by you, and just let them know. Because they need to know. We all do. Have a good afternoon slash evening, folks. Later.